Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, human beings, to October 2021. We have made it to week 40 of this really big year, 2021. Pam's going to let us know all about the week, starting Monday the 4th. I'll be back with our 10-minute turbo boost activation and uh, again, just letting everyone know that this is a free program. We seriously uh, appreciate any donations. Uh, so if you'd like to be generous with us, uh, go to our website, activespirituality.life, and um, have a great week, and I'll see you in a few minutes for the meditation. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Pam. So welcome to the first full week in October, October 4th when we have the moon in the sign of Virgo. And Virgo, Earth Mutable, is very, uh, very hardworking energy and yet adaptable. It's not blindsided at all. The thing about this particular day, which has a really nice arc to it, is that most of the day may feel a bit as though you're underwater in that it may be that there's some confusion or a sense that things are just not revealed in the way you would like, or you're trying to solve a puzzle, or there may be some sense of kind of either creative blockage or it's not quite coming together. But the thing to know is that this is all about getting you to a place where suddenly you're in that lovely aha flow. So, so invite in whatever may come to you this day. Do the things that keep you in the groove of I am doing the good work of uh, service or collection and co uh, collaboration with others. Uh, conversations, work that has to do with uh, organizing or making things better. And what you'll notice is when we get into the early evening, it's as though it just happens. Suddenly things start to flow. There's a sense that projects are getting finished. Um, reconnections with people from the past, uh, things come up that were uh, overtures or invitations to allow things to come together much more easily and in a way that almost feels effortless after the earlier part of the day that may have felt as though nothing's quite coming together and then suddenly it all does and you see the rightness 
in everything that you went through. Also, keep in mind this week and next, we still have Mercury retrograde. Mercury, very important planetary energy for Virgo. It's about how we communicate through, especially our hands, the tactile. So how we go over things, edit things, see the details that are so essential to make the thing run well. And with Mercury retrograde, with uh, the moon in the sign of Virgo, things like repairs or going over or working the thing from all different angles, really highly effective today, especially, as I said, once we get into the evening. Research, therapeutic things, also huge themes of really revelatory energy on this particular day. For those of us who are very early risers, Tuesday the 5th, can bring in some very nice um, sense of this is how things come together as well, a, a way of bringing wealth in. So not necessarily financial wealth, depending on what you do in the early hours of the morning, but definitely wealth that has to do with appreciation, gratitude, and a sense of the overall abundance of your life. The moon goes void, of course, at 4.46 a.m. And when the moon is void, of course, we're in a period of time when people are not emotionally connected to outcomes. So this is a really good morning for doing the things that you need to move from in order to get to the place that you're going to. So what I mean by that is if you've been having trouble clearing off your desks or moving on from something where you feel a bit stuck, these early morning hours are really good to kind of address that and just put it where it composted, put it where it needs to go so that when the moon enters the sign of Libra as of 8.41 a.m., you're in a much better place to move forward in directions that you want and need to go over the rest of the week. The thing about the moon in Libra over the next couple of days is that it, it will end up engaging in a geometric configuration with Pluto. So that is not really easy energy. And so the next couple of days uh, on Tuesday, uh, some wounds may be revealed. So here's what I see on this particular day, uh, a sense of how we need to create and collaborate, discuss and verbally build ideas to get to mutual goals. And it's very important to have support systems and people who are working with you instead of against you or who don't have necessarily the best interest for perhaps the project or your place in it. And you may think, well, why would I work with someone who's not like that? Um, 
oftentimes in very close relationships, whether they be work relationships, familial relationships, we find ourselves at odds with people we may have uh, very close contact with because of <clears throat> fear, resistance, need for power, all kinds of themes. And the important thing to notice on Tuesday is if anything comes up for you that feels like a, a wound or a grievance or a sense of this always happens or this isn't going the way I intend. And you may not be feeling that way, but someone who you're working with or trying to achieve a goal with, that's their reaction to it. So even though it's not you, you're still affected by it. So an awareness to how you work, discuss, navigate, collaborate, balance within relationship, just really, really important to be aware of, especially with anyone who you're, you rely on or require in a supportive way to meet a goal. Now, this becomes very, very heightened because on the 6th, Wednesday, is the new moon in Libra. So Tuesday, here's the thing. Tuesday is dark of moon energy before we get into that new moon when, when the fresh idea or the new start or the the nation per perspective starts to get get some ground and and an ability to really grow and blossom so in dark of moon time it's really valuable to release compost recycle come to terms with things that are what they are and one of the hardest things in life which I learned at a very early age and, of course, still work with and probably will until my last breath, is that the only person I can change is myself. So, and newsflash, that's true for all of us. So when the moon is in the sign of Libra, and in this case, it's engaging with Saturn, which is personal responsibility, authority, accountability, and our, our agency in harmonious ways, but then ultimately we'll have a square to Pluto, which is power struggles, uh, need to assert self against whatever seems to be the untractable force that will not move. And sometimes that that force is within ourselves, you know, our deep um, subconscious urges that just seem to refuse to accept that we're we're on a growth path. So anyway. On this day, on Tuesday, it's what's most important is the intention for the goal outcome, what it is you want to create. It's not so important to be like deep in the battle yourself, but to know that things are going to be revealed because on the sixth Wednesday, Pluto goes direct. So when the planet that has to do with the subconscious and uh, irrevocable transformation moves from, it's stationing now, so it seems to be still in the sky. When it moves from retrograde to direct, stuff 
happens. Revelations occur. We become aware of what's been happening below the surface. And certainly that will be revealed throughout the news in the next couple of weeks and months with different things. But in your personal life, especially if you have any cardinal planets, Aries, Libra, Cancer, or Capricorn, you may be feeling this absolutely directly. So as we move into, because we're all feeling it to some way, to some degree, different relationships we're in. So Wednesday, when the new moon is in the sign of Libra, it's exact at... Let me just check my notes. 7.05 a.m. on Wednesday, Eastern Time. Please adjust depending on where you are on the planet at 13 degrees and 25 minutes. And so when this occurs, we are at this point where we, it's almost like a strobe light happens to bring awareness to what seems immovable and is holding fast to resist change. But what was it they used to say on Star Trek with the Borg? It's like resistance is futile. That's pretty much the message that Pluto delivers. We can resist all we want, but sooner or later, the inevitable happens. And the most graceful way to move into the inevitable is to go with the transformation, invite it in. So on Tuesday, dark of moon, invite in that new moon energy that is bringing in a transformation that We resist because we're afraid of change. It's the human condition. We resist it because we we don't know what comes next and it feels like a death. And in some ways, in some cases, there is something that leaves or dies or no longer is the way we knew it. And as we move into that, what can come in with this Libra new moon is a way to engage with what seems to be the polar opposite to thought, to collaborative possibilities, and find our way to bridge. So Wednesday the 6th, very powerful day, not necessarily an easy day, and I would say the best exercise is, as I've, we've talked about before, is to start with yourself in the mirror in the morning and let yourself know, I love you. I am here for you. In spite of whatever happens, I love you. So the moon goes void, of course, at 1.03 a.m. on Thursday just after midnight, and it will enter Scorpio at 10.22 a.m., so uh, mid-morning. So that early part of the day, great time to meditate, sort of collect yourself, um, keep relative quiet and equilibrium if possible. 
because once the moon enters the sign of Scorpio, it actually is incredibly powerfully aspected for us to weed out unsupportive relationships and welcome in those that can support, collaborate, redirect, and rebuild. But we have to be willing to move past things that don't work, things that are not supportive to our overall growth, and accept what we can't change and work with the change within ourselves. There's a Sun Mars picture in the sky on um, depending on where you are, it actually happens Eastern time just after midnight on Friday the 8th. So we are feeling that certainly on Thursday. So it's a lot of it's a lot of high velocity. It's a lot of volatility. It's aggression, anger, desire, passion. And the more in awareness we are of how we want to direct that, the greater the creative energy. And so that's why I am stressing so much, take the blinders off Tuesday, embrace possibilities on Wednesday, and gear up for change, transformation, and possibilities on Thursday. And Friday, we can just really book ahead with uh, the, <clears throat> the passengers and, and collaborators who are on the same page. There is volatility in the morning. It can be, oh, I thought you would greet on this and now you haven't. Um, just be sure that you're paying attention to what's around you and don't get thrown. If there's a surprise or an upset, see it as the invitation to move into another way of thinking. It doesn't help us to be overly attached to things that aren't working. What helps us is to see new possibilities as inventiveness and something that might enhance or bring us to a new perspective, because that's what avail is available to those who take it. So this evening of the 8th, really wonderful for kind of putting your dreams, intentions, expectations, and wishes under your pillow and getting a really good night's sleep and just anticipating that you can wake up with fresh perspective and exuberance to enter into new relationships, new possibilities, and great abundance. The moon enters Sagittarius at 1124 a.m. on Saturday the 9th. So that Scorpio moon in the morning, Void, of course, really wants us to uh, baby ourselves, take care of ourselves, uh, talk to people who really get us, and don't push too hard. Um, look for things that have to do with what is it that gives me a sense of being fed, supported, understood, and heard. 
Once the moon enters Sagittarius at 11.24 a.m., now we're in the party weekend. <laughs> Whether we party or just, uh, just find ourselves in, in nature or in situations where we are open to exploration because that's what this wants. The, the, these couple of days are about let's bring in the new and let's find the people who have our back and really are going in the direction that we want to go in. It can get a little like, oh, you mean you're not on board with this on Sunday as we get in the afternoon, evening, but it's better to sort of weed out those people who aren't um, totally on the page at that point in time. Saturn goes direct at 10.17 p.m. on Sunday the 10th. And this is a time as we get into the last hours of uh, this evening and move into Monday in the wee hours that is so much about really, <clears throat> really inviting in a sense of what is our positive opportunities and let's shoot for the moon and expect wonderment. And I think that's a really good way to invite in a lovely dream sleep on Sunday evening. And now I turn it over to Susie. Uh, shooting for the moon. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So let's get into our meditation. I invite everyone. Ten minutes. That's all we're doing. Just a little turbo boost. Close your eyes, sit still, take a few deeper breaths, allow yourself to come into a place of like peace, quiet, a little bit of generosity towards the body here, just letting yourselves be. And as we find that quiet place and settle down, just feeling ourselves just allowing ourselves for a few moments to be here. And as we sit, as we contemplate, just notice how much energy you have now in your body. Could you run a marathon? Could you run a mile? Could you run up the stairs? Could you maybe take one or two steps? Just notice how much physical energy you have now. Not judging it, just, just looking at it, just experiencing it. And then just take a moment to look at how much emotional energy you have. Sometimes by the end of a busy day, we're, we're kind of completely finished. You know, there's not that much left. So just notice how how much energy you have just to, to deal with things emotionally. And then just look at how much energy you have now for your mental capacity. Like if you had to sit down and do something that really engages your mind, if you had to sit down and do your taxes or something, just really look at how much energy now do I have in my mind. 
And we could go a step further and look at how much spiritual energy do I have. And this is a little bit like looking at like our biorhythms, looking at, at like if you're in your car, looking at your gauge and seeing how much gas do I have left? How much do I have left now until I need to fill up my car? How many more miles can I go? And this is sometimes a very good practice is to just check in with yourself so that we're not running dry, we're not doing overwork, overthinking, over-emotions, just to really have some self-awareness and self-knowledge. Because in our lives, when we're coming up uh, with experiences, when we're coming up against things, we can expend huge amounts of energy and part of the meditation way of life, part of the spiritual way of life is learning how to really use our energy, learning how to really uh, be, let's say, economical in what we do and how we do it so that we can put a lot of energy into something that's really beneficial and put less energy into something that's really not that important. And when you start to look at your life in this way, you might actually find that you are expending a lot of energy in certain areas and some areas are, uh, are almost neglected or missing. And when we are resisting something, the very act of resistance, the very act of being against something takes so much more energy than actually being with something. And you can remember this easily by thinking of what a salmon does when it's swimming up the stream. It has to be really strong. That salmon has to really, really work hard to get up that stream. But if the salmon is, is swimming down the stream, it doesn't even have to swim necessarily. It literally can just be carried through with the current. So if we're resisting something, there's a huge amount of energy being used. And if we're not resisting something, we can be carried by the flow. And we can choose. We have a choice here of which flow we would like to be in. So would I like to walk up the hill, walk up the mountain and be against the war? For example, if you're in some sort of demonstration, if you're protesting against something, then energetically that's a lot of resistance. But, for example, we could be walking with something that might be a beneficial concept or a peaceful concept, so walking in peace. And this is something that um, uh, Mother Teresa actually spoke about very clearly, that she would rather be in a march for peace rather than in a march um, against the war. So as we're coming against these opportunities, uh, these, these situations where we're being invited into transformation, 
where we're being offered this this silver platter full of opportunities for change and for transformation, for growth. Let's see how much we can position ourselves into the flow of something that we actually really want to see for the world or really want to see for ourselves so that we're aligning, visualising, seeing, agreeing to, being in the flow of that energy rather than resisting something because we don't know it or because it's change. Now is the time for us to really understand what is energy? How does energy work? How do I use my energy? To really deepen into a a more spiritual, a more expansive understanding of ourselves, of our world. So let's just let that energy of transformation be invited. Let us open the door, open the windows, open the gates. That I invite transformation for my highest good for the highest good of all beings, for the highest good of the planet. I invite change for growth, for growth of my spirit, for the growth of all the things that I am. And as we open up, as we invite growth and transformation, we give gratitude to all the bits and pieces of ourselves that have brought us here to this day. We're not letting go or saying goodbye to anything. We're just letting everything come together like an accumulation of all that we are, all of the jewels that we are. And as they come together, allowing for the grace and the gratitude to be present and allowing for change to come to us, please, gracefully to come to us if we need it, to be gentle, to come to us in a way where we can remember the awe and the magnificence of life. And again, we feel that awe and magnificence that We've felt before, we've all felt it before at some point somewhere. And as we feel that in our body, in our mind, we gently open up our eyes and our heart and we allow that 
beautiful essence now to radiate to all around us. Taking a deep breath. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Pamela. And see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.